Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of Cinemates, the podcast that celebrates the magic of storytelling on the big screen. Hell yeah. I'm your host, Mike. Oh, you didn't want to? Okay. <laughs> so you really are just switching it every single week. Okay? And we're thrilled to have you join us today. Hi, I'm Jake. And yes, that's Jake. <laughs> on this episode, we have a delightful lineup of discussions that will transport you into an imaginative world of thought-provoking narratives. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. We're going to be talking, yes... Barbenheimer! Barbenheimer! It's the week! It's finally happened! We're finally going to get that duel. Yes, Barbenheimer. I'm so excited. Barbie Oppenheimer. Anyway, you're listening to Cinemates. How are you doing today? I'm good. You good? Yeah. It's a good, nice little Monday morning. Yeah. Nah? Uh, I had some pizza. I don't know if it's sitting right. It's pizza this early in the morning? Well, uh, I, I guess it's noon. This is normally when we it's eat noon. lunch. We're like little children. We it's have to have time. we have like consistent lunch hours. So fair enough. How hyped are you for Barbenheimer? Uh pretty excited. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I, like the memes are like hitting peak point right now. Uh I don't think I'm kinda over them. Oh, honest. relax. Little, no, I'm you're little, not. I'm a little done with it. No, you're not. I just want, I, it's going to be really funny if these movies stink. There's no chance. I don't think there is at all, to that be honest. Either them, one of them might not be great. <sighs> Wait, what do you, are you least likely to, like, what do you see being least successful? And I don't mean, like, money-wise, box office. I mean, like, critical. Barbie, probably. Really? Yeah. Okay. Reasoning? Uh, Oppenheimer is like one of those movies where people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's oh, it's gonna be amazing!" Wow. Or Barbie. You think people are already sold a, on? I think Barbie has more hype, so there's a bigger chance of failure. Yeah, I guess. I think that I, I I I'll probably enjoy both. Three hours in a theater though for Oppenheimer. How long is Oppenheimer? It's three hours. Oh God. And then Barbie, I believe, is just under two hours, if I'm not mistaken. See, I like that. That's just a good length two. for a movie. Yeah. So both are finally coming out on Thursday. They are the much dueled about Oppenheimer. We've heard for a year now since these two dates got announced that well, well, one movie's gonna move, right? Like they're both not gonna come out on the same day. No, to Tom Cruise's chagrin, they're both coming out this weekend on yes. the 21st, and both are gonna be going head to head. And the question I have to ask here, because this is a little preview, we want to do a little preview for this because it's probably the most hyped about movies this year. I would say, yeah. I don't think that's hyperbole to even think about. No. Just it's reached a fever pitch online. If you were to have twelve dollars and just twelve dollars alone, what movie are you seeing this week? Well, I wouldn't be able to buy a movie ticket. <laughs> if you had insert amount for a movie ticket and you All could right. only see one. Uh Barbie. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm Oppenheimer. Yeah. Well, runtime's a big thing for me. Okay. I don't want to sit in a Let's movie do like a little bit long. like cinema duel type type way sure we have to defend our two so like we're trying to convince the listeners and the viewers why they should go see this movie this weekend i think that could be fun let's do you it you want to go first with the barbie for barbie okay uh christopher nolan's last movie wasn't that great okay it's got a ton of hype way too long uh killian murphy probably the biggest draw here for actors who else is in it? Robert Downey Jr. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. All right. None of those people move the needle for me, Ooh. to be honest. Okay. Like, what has Robert Downey Jr. really done? Doolittle? <laughs> He's just Iron Man. Nothing since Iron Man. Yeah. 
Which but this is, is going to be great. his role, hopefully, to bring him back into a serious. Yeah. Light. So Barbie, let's let's go cast here. Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yep. Need I say more? <laughs> There's a lot of other people. There's Dua Lipa, Helen Mirren, John Cena, Michael Sarah, America Ferrera, like a ton. Yep. Simu Liu. Mm-hmm. If none of those people move the needle for you, Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> what about the director, Greta Gerwig? Greta Gerwig, yeah, she's fine. I like her stuff so far. Yeah, I'm not like both of these movies. I got to say, I don't know if I'm like crazy about going to see them. Okay, but Barbie just seems more fun, and like I would like it more. Do you think people are hyped about Barbie for like the wrong reasons? Do you think they understand what Barbie's actually going to be? Well, do you? You've never even seen a trailer. I, I have an idea. Greta Gerwig follows a similar theme in most of her movies, and I don't think people are really going to be expecting the existential crisis part of this movie that's going to happen, because it will happen. Before, like, any trailers or teasers dropped, they, they basically got released that it was going to be, like, the Truman Show. So I think that's been in the works. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if people, like, are going to be, like, a little bit shocked by that happening. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't think... I think the fun of it will outweigh if you don't get that part about it. Like, the fashion Fair. already looks awesome. The characters look sick. I know you haven't seen it, but there's a little musical number that got dropped. <sighs> Is really, that the really Ryan Gosling yeah, musical yeah, number? Yeah. No, I, I've been avoiding that like the plague because it's the I'm Just Ken song. Yeah. I've seen it everywhere, and I'm like, no, 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 because I've heard Ryan Gosling yeah. sing before. And I want to land. Yeah, I want to see him sing again. <laughs> I just, I know it's going to be like probably the most keynote thing that comes out this year. Do you like his singing? Well, the whole point of La La Land is not. Like they're not supposed to be good singers. That's the whole point. Is yeah. that, like, that's it's their own. He's fine. I don't. I didn't think he was bad. I think a lot of people were way more harsh on Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling's singing voice. I thought they were okay. I thought they held their own. Yeah. I think it'll be more funny for this one because it's more fun. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Supposed to be more tongue in cheek. I, I just than, think this whole movie is going to be more fun than Oppenheimer. Well, yeah. Oppenheimer. I. I don't know. I don't even know if I really want to see it to be honest. Well, you're going to see. I know it. I have to. Uh, but what I'm do not, you have I'm against not, like, Christopher excited. Nolan? Nothing. I like Christopher Nolan. I don't know. What did he really do? Ev- the Dark Knight, yeah, what, only one of the best superhero movies ever, yeah. one of the most influential films ever in Inception. Yeah, yeah, Inception, yeah, that's pretty fun. And it's probably like one of the most culturally relevant films to come out in a while. Was it a good movie though? Yeah, eh. you don't remember their names, but it's a good movie. Eh. Come on, eh. it's a bad. Take. What else? That's it. Inception and The Dark Knight. Memento is really good. Memento. Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't like Memento? I don't remember Memento. That's the one where they have to You don't the remember thing Memento because you were like Memento where he like ran Doesn't, out of yeah. his I remember the references. I, I I his whole filmography like The Prestige is really fun. I like The Prestige. It's a good one. I'm not a huge fan of Insomnia. I know a lot of other people do like Insomnia. Interstellar. I'm not as high on Interstellar as yeah, a lot me of other neither. people. I really like Tenet. I know people give Tenet a lot of flack. I think it's overhated. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of mid, to be honest. That's crazy. The Dark Knight's really good, okay? I'll give you that. Okay. Dark Knight Rises, terrible movie. Are you Dark done? Knight, really, really good. Are you done on Barbie? Is that, is that all your well, What am I supposed is? to say? Barbie. It looks way more fun. It looks like you're going to have a better time. You don't have to be in the theater as long. Better cast. Better director. <laughs> that's... A, that, that's... Hey. I, I would say crazy, but it's probably not She's crazy. Really good. She's great. I have no issues with Greta Gerwig at all, even though you don't like Lady Bird. Yeah, I'm not, not high on Lady Bird. She's a very good director. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not sold by your pitch at all. So okay. I'll give you Whatever. mine. Christopher Nolan. Boo. One of two people in this current industry that cares so much about the theatrical market, so much so that he was willing to die with his Warner Brothers <laughs> studio rights to go to a completely different studio to release this film. It's the first one that is not released by Warner Brothers. They have had a massive connection, the two of them. The whole way that they handled Tenet with wanting to put Tenet online and streaming and all that stuff and Christopher Nolan fighting back is now at Universal Pictures. And it is a massive get for Universal. Even though Tenet did not gross well, you already see that Warner Brothers is like, I want I want Christopher yeah, Nolan yeah. back. Because he is, like it or not, a massive auteur in cinema in creating such special theatrical experiences. What's the Oppenheimer ride going to look like at Universal? <sighs> a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big bomb the entire time. Just like this movie, probably. <sighs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that a little <laughs> bit later. If you like original, like th- this is a, both films are going to be original. This yeah, is based yeah, yeah, yeah. off of an actual story. Yeah, based off of real life people. J. Robert Oppenheimer. This is the creation of the nuclear bomb. And how many times have you seen more recently a big budget picture that is specifically focusing on? Moments in history. Never, because people don't do that. Christopher Nolan wants you... Well, maybe if you watched a war movie. <laughs> I've seen his war movie. I've seen, yeah. Dun- I've seen Dunkirk, Harry Styles. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It is one of the only movies to be shot in IMAX to have the biggest reels ever. If you see online, they have literally had to make extensions for IMAX theaters to give you... The full experience about what this movie offers. It is a massive picture. It is a massive historical picture with some of the best cast in Hollywood. I know you said that Barbie is your big cast. So your pitch sounds really boring so far. Killian Murphy, <laughs> Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh. I Ka- like Matt Damon. Casey Affleck, Rami Malik, Kenneth Branagh, Benny Safdie. Kenneth Branagh. Jack Quaid. And in case uh, for all you little kids out there, Josh Peck. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid's great. What do you mean? From the boys? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really he's good. Not really. No, he's not. Really? I think You're he's hating on Huey? On that show. The talent in this movie alone. It's painful. It's Josh the... Peck sucks as an actor, too, by the <laughs> way. Like, that's not a big sell. Florence Pugh, eh, I'm over her. Emily Blunt. Gary she, Oldman. She Oscar winner Gary Oldman. Oscar winner Rami Malik. Oscar winner Casey Affleck. Alex I Wolf. Like my Oscars. There is the biggest cast I've seen, one of the biggest ensemble of white people I've ever seen in my life. Boring. However, this movie is completely made without CGI, and so much so that people thought that he was actually going to blow up a bomb (laughs) and created his own nuclear bomb. He did create a bomb. It was not nuclear, though, so they've set off real-life bombs for this movie. What else is going to give you that big goosebump theatrical feeling than this movie and what do you go to the theaters for a, a good theatrical time. experience no and what else will give you that but oppenheimer alden R. ehrenreich also in that movie sounds really boring it doesn't sound boring i don't want to sit do in you not like historical and... pieces no really no why would i because they're fascinating again i said this in the last one just read a book it's also the most kinky nolan movie 
Oh, a little sexy stuff? It's R-rated. It is sexy, apparently. From what has come out, there is a fully, I believe they called it a a sex, not a sex scene, but it was like a a relationship sexual scene where it was like between Florence Pugh and Killian Murphy kind of just to explore their characters a bit more was something that that was said around that. It's the first Nolan sex scene, basically. Okay. So if you you wanted to see Christopher Nolan direct a sex scene, you got that going for you as well. What, are they going to like do a 360? (laughs) Go back in time yeah, during boy. it. Christopher Nolan, whether you like it or not, wants you to have an experience. Yeah. If you want the most out of your money and you want to sit and watch a three-hour epic about bombs and feel the theater rumble from underneath you. Don't really want that either. Why not? Why do you hate the theater so much? I like the theater. I just That's so boring. It's not that boring. Barbie's fun, man. Barbie is fun. I want to see a movie and have fun. I want a good time. Barbie is your casual movie of the week. Casual? Oppenheimer is for the cinephiles. <laughs> yeah. Not for me, I guess. Okay, so what But what are you... So you're going to see Barbie first? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm going to see Barbie. I'm also seeing Barbie first. Okay. <laughs> Mainly, you're I have, got, you're going I have an advanced screening. Yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing it on Wednesday, a whole extra day again. No cast is going to show up this time, though. No. Maybe, hey. Tom Cruise might show up. For- <laughs> Tom Cruise says he doesn't care about the SAG strike. He's just going to show up anyways. That's another thing we didn't really talk about. They can't they can't publicize, like come out and pop yeah. their movies. So that's going to lead to more delays as well. You're seeing it today. Have you been seeing any, like all this news? Challengers might get delayed. Amazon's looking at del- delaying Challengers because they don't want these movies to come out with zero press. It's odd, eh? Well, I think, was it you who sent me the Haunted Mansion video? Yeah, oh, where like the Disneyland? Disney characters yeah. were... Advertising the movie. Yeah, they had the mascots walk the red carpet. <laughs> so weird. That was uh, bizarre. That movie doesn't look that bad, though. It looks kind of fun. Mansion? It's like Owen Wilson, right? It's Lakeith Stanfield, Owen Wilson, mm, yeah, it's Danny not, DeVito. Not made for us. So Ariana DeBose. It's like a kid's movie. It's a really good cast, though. Yeah, it looks cool. And if you want really good casts, go watch Oppenheimer. Or Barbie. You can't go wrong with either of them. I just wanted to do like a little duel. Yeah. It's got to be Barbie for me, though. Oppenheimer, like, it's well, actually everyone's gonna, gonna take agree- me a lot. If I wasn't on this podcast, I don't know if I'd see it, like, the first week it came out. Everyone's going to... S- well, and the fact that we're going to be watching Barbie and Oppenheimer before Friday, <laughs> too, before this pod recorded. Oh, no, we will. Barbie. Yeah, Barbie I'm seeing in the morning on Friday. No, no, you got to see Barbie on Thursday. On Thursday? And then Oppenheimer <laughs> on Friday. Oppenheimer on Friday? Yeah. I feel like Oppenheimer would be better on a Thursday night. So I'll get out of the theater later. But I'm seeing Barbie beforehand, and then I also will have no time to watch Oppenheimer on Thursday, so I have to go watch it Friday morning. So we'll both go we'll watch, go it. watch okay, Oppenheimer we'll watch together. Oppenheimer. Okay, okay, There you I'll go. I'll see Barbie Thursday. Look at that. They care so much about it. I'm sure everyone <laughs> loves this content of hearing us make our plans of watching the movie. I'm excited. Regardless, either way you put it, it's a massive, massive deal for the movie theater's experience, especially with everything that's going on with all the question marks with SAG and all the question marks with the strikes and all the question marks with the box office. Regardless, it'll be a good time. And it's really nice to see a lot of people embracing it and not clown on the other side. It's very much people are loving the idea of both of them. Yeah. And I hope that people do come out in droves for both films. They're so different that I feel like competing with them would be odd. Also, people don't, do people pick up like movies like that? They, they want their movie that they're excited about to compete I think better? there's a side of people that do that online. They, well, I you're, guarantee, you're more involved in this community, so. I guarantee there's a lot more people that don't care about Oppenheimer but are more excited for Barbie. Yeah. But 
all your classic cinephile fans are going to go watch Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer regardless. Yeah. Because whether you like him or not, he is a one of the biggest named people, uh, director-wise, in Hollywood. Fine. He's one of the most known like directors. You see Christopher yeah, Nolan, yeah. you oh, pay yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. Probably the biggest. What would you say? James Cameron, maybe more? James Cameron is the biggest. Yeah. People, out of time, people would have said the Russos were up there, too. But Michael Bay? I I want to say no, but you're kind of right about that. People love Michael Bay. People internationally love Michael Bay, not yeah. so much domestically. Boom, big explosion. He's camera. he's probably one of the three biggest names in Hollywood for direction. And yeah. very rarely do we see a Christopher Nolan movie come out with a lot of hype like this either. Like a lot of them are legs when Christopher Nolan comes out. He he relies a lot on like his theater, like word yeah. of mouth to come and do see this movie. The, the fact that they're they are both coming out on the same day actually helped both of them. Yes. Yeah. I do. I think it's also the Me fact too. that Nolan is going more original films is also helping a lot too. Because Tenet, what do, you, what do you mean? Like he he's been mainly more recent. I guess he's always done original films, hasn't he? I guess that's kind of a, a bad take to say that. Like, oh yeah, he's he did the, shifted the away Batman from stuff. Yeah, I don't know what I was trying to say there. It's almost not original. It's based on a real thing. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, go see both. And it's only a hundred million dollar budget. Wow, that's for a chump change. It's honestly, it <laughs> How is. How much is the Barbie one? Barbie has more of a budget. It's 145 million. Okay, okay. But that one also had every single pink in the world, so much so that yeah. there was a shortage of pink. That's wild. It's, like <laughs> it's going to be a million col- dollars on pink. Yeah. The, the difference between the movies is one's going to be this bright, bright, bubbly, shiny movie that's going to give you some existential crisis in the background. The other yeah. one is going to give you existential crisis for three hours. I feel like it's going to be like the Lego movie. Well, Will Ferrell's in it as the Mattel. They're basically the same character. Yeah. <laughs> so. But the Lego movie was great. All right. Here, here's my main concern with Barbie. You raised that point last week when we were talking about the Mattel Cinematic Universe. I'm actually scared that a Transformer is going to show up in this movie. There's going to be toy gimmicks. I think you have to prepare yourself for I that. I don't want it. Who? Well, like, What else does Mattel own? Furbies. That'd be cool. You want a Furby movie? That'd be fun. What would a Furby movie even be about? Fur- what, Furbies. What do you mean? <laughs> they talk. Did you ever have a Furby? Yeah. Furbies were massive. Did you kill your Furby? What? Are you okay? My Furby died on me. It, it didn't want to live anymore. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What did you do to your Furby? I don't, it was just like, it started, its voice went like really wonky. It was going like, towards the ends. And then I tried to replace the batteries and it didn't change anything. So I think it got possessed actually. Hot Wheels. There is a Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> went right past everything. There is a Hot Wheels movie being made. What? Oh, hey, there you go. That'd be fun. Barbie takes on Hot Wheels. <laughs> Barbie racing around in Hot Wheels. That'd be sick. What else do they have? Monster High? Play-Doh? Uno. Uno. Barbie plays a little Uno. Would you pay for an Uno movie? What would it be? Like Sausage Yu-Gi-Oh? Party. No, it'd be like Yu-Gi-Oh. It would be like Sausage Party. <laughs> like you're in the toy store? Yeah. And they're trying to break out? Yeah. You know, speaking of this, maybe this idea has been done so many times. Sausage Party? Lego, Barbie, yeah, but Barbie's a bit different. I think TV. Barbie's its its own entity world. That and then there's the real world. It's a little bit yeah. different, and you could say everything is like Toy Story because Toy Story was like the first one to ever do it. But it's kind of cheap at that point if you're just relating yeah. everything back to that. Interesting. So a Monster High movie is that what we decided on that we want next? <laughs> I think they've already made a couple. 
What was the uh, no, but like an actual, oh, actual big budget yeah. theatrical one? Uh, no, definitely not. What was your issue with it? That the cinematic universe. That I was worried a transformer was going to show up in. <laughs> That'd be sick. If Optimus Prime shows up in Barbie, I will walk out of that theater. You have to prepare yourself for the gimmicks. There's going to be a lot of toy stuff. Sure, but, but it's going to be more making fun of it. Yeah. But I'm like I I'm worried that the actual serious no, no, cinematic no. universe is going to leak its way into the movie. Shia LaBeouf's not going to like pop out in <laughs> Bumblebee. You're fine. That would, the biggest jump scare in this movie would be if Shia LaBeouf <laughs> comes out in the real world, and then he just starts doing his Sam Witwicky stuff. Stop. <laughs> no. Is Sam Witwicky the most notable <laughs> Transformers character so? aside from Optimus and Bumblebee? Or is it Megan Fox? Starscream. I don't even remember what Starscream did. He just see the jet. Yeah. I honestly, that might not even be a character. No, it, it sounds is. Sounds familiar. Starscream right. is definitely a character. I don't think you're wrong with it. Transformers well, sucks. <laughs> Transformers rules, man. No, it doesn't. I'm off of Transformers after the new movie. That's fair. I'll have to give it a watch. I, I don't know. Actually, I'm never gonna watch that it's movie. Star based Scream. on your review. That's what Not, I said. I thought you said Starstream. No, no. no. Look at this guy. Dude, that guy looks <laughs> sick. He's so cool. Whatever. He's the treacherous deception air commander and the deadliest of the seekers. So yeah, Barbenheimer. <laughs> Regardless, it's gonna be a good weekend. Go support at least one of them. Barbie is the one that's gonna most likely be opening up with a lot more. It is projected to gross around hundred million in its first weekend. In alone domestically. That's not even international, which is really exciting. That's a huge number for Barbie. Yeah. And a lot of that is just off of the hype for this movie alone. Yeah. And I think it's going to silence a lot of people's critics. This is another point I wanted to make up. Margot Robbie is not really a draw. Yeah, you told me that once. She's not great as a leading woman at getting people out there. And I love Margot Robbie. Like, tremendously. I'm a huge fan of her. I think she's one of the better actresses out there right now. And she's so versatile, and I love how she doesn't rest on her laurels and she's willing to do like a big fun blockbuster like this same with ryan gosling god bless that man that man's amazing she's not great as a leading woman like they don't her movies never really gross that well suicide squad was a more recent example of that one too i know there was a lot of issues with that thing with it coming day and date with hbo didn't gross that well it was only like 180 babylon bombed at the box office she was the leading woman in that movie a bad movie. Amsterdam bombed. There's like oh, Amsterdam is what I was thinking. Birds Babylon, of uh, I still haven't seen. That. Birds That's, of uh, Prey bombed. Damien Chazelle, right? Yes. Very like most of these are good movies except for Amsterdam. Babylon wasn't her though. The, that, that movie was marketed so horribly. That's true. It's just she's never really had that role as a leading woman that like people view her as like this Harley must Quinn? scene. Her I, like I just said, Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad. These films don't they don't gross that well and that's a whole dc problem in general because dc people don't know what to feel about them but everyone loves margot robbie but they've never had a movie to embrace her as a leading woman that will gross a lot of money a lot of money and i think people are having questions with babylon too when it bombed Uh, granted the movie was filmed very unwatchable for a lot of people some of her best movies are hard to market to market besides the dc stuff yeah i know like Bombshell was amazing. I Tanya was incredible. And but like those are just hard movies to market in general. Yeah. I know. 
and that's why I'm happy that like this narrative is going to be put to rest when oh, Barbie 100%. when Barbie she's does gonna, well. She's going to kill it. I'm excited I'm excited for her. I'm happy for her. I think she deserves it. She deserves the world. She's one of the best if not like I think she's top 2 right now, I would say. Uh women current women actresses who have a lot of versatility in roles. Is that a bad take? I, like, who would you say who is like, number 1? Who is number one? There's just so many good actresses. I'm a I'm a big Charlize Theron. Person. Yeah, I, that was the one name that came up to me. I was thinking her or Frances McDormand. Yeah, are probably. She's pretty killer. Like Frances McDormand doesn't have a single bad film. Don't 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 quote me on that. Don't don't go doing, pulling that I'm up. I'm looking it up. Don't go pull it. I I don't go look. Dua Lipa, she's the best in Hollywood. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. There you go. No doubt about we, it. We can agree on that one. She's incredible. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, though, I, I'm really happy that he's also gonna. He's in a similar. He also is in a similar boat with that too. He doesn't get a lot of movies on these leading men that gross a lot of money. Blade Runner 2049 bombed at the box office another one that bombed uh first man bombed at the box office right like the nice guys was not such a good movie yeah it's a five-star movie bombed at the box office horrible all the, the, the all box. of these movies like he he doesn't have a leading role that is helping him grow outside so that's what i mean like barbie's a great opportunity to help rejuvenize them and see them more as a, a must-see actors in hollywood yeah, but it's funny because they are. Yeah, but, but they just they just don't they, sell. their movies just don't sell. I think they just to the pick o- different movies, which I love about them. Yeah, that's honestly probably why they're so good because they pick they're very distinct about yeah, what they, they do. They, in they their don't career. rest on their laurels. Yeah, like the Gray Man. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Gray Man? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Is it bad? It, yeah. It's a Netflix streaming movie. Yeah. Exactly that. Dude, uh, they I have good find, mustaches, though. You can't find a bad. Can't find a bad. Francis McDormand movie. See, I know what I'm saying. Except one. What is it? Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Oh, she's in that. They roped in Anthony Hopkins and Francis McDormand into that franchise. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. I mean, people would argue Madagascar three, but. I'm not kind of like Madagascar 3. Yeah, I like Madagascar. That Afro circus. Do you remember when that was just everything? I were on Twitter. You just saw that for years no. on YouTube? No? Okay, sorry. My bad. It's, Don't sh- know sh- what you're talking about at all. I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> go see them. I'm excited to see. This feels like a very chaotic episode. <laughs> it feels like we brought chaotic energy a little bit. I mean, we're just previewing stuff. We're not really uh, going over our reviews here. No, there was not much that came out this weekend because the big one was already yeah. out by this point. Do you want to get into the big one's money? Let's do it. The box office returns for this weekend have come out. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. As expected, the number one film of the, number one film of the movie, I almost said. Whoa. Number one, one film, film of the movie of the box office this weekend. After opening up on Wednesday, the weekend totals domestically 
estimate, I should say, these are all estimates because it's early Monday, so not everything is out yet, $56.2 million to bring its total gross domestically for the first, almost first week, $80 million. Pretty good. Pretty solid opening. A little lower than a lot was expecting hmm. for this film, but it did open up to a total, the best of a fran- the franchise so far. Yeah. With its international gathering 66% of $155 million, bringing its total so far to $235 million, which is very good for a weekend opening. I'm excited to see how this film holds up against these other two movies. Yeah. As we talked about, it's going to have difficulty with its IMAX screenings getting shafted out for Oppenheimer. But I wonder, I know that Nolan has a exclusivity to it. I wonder how long before theaters, if Oppenheimer's not getting the amount of people, the right amount of people into the theaters to see this movie past its opening weekend, if they just go back to Mission Impossible. I feel like they will. It's possible. Or is it impossible? Your mission, should you choose to accept. <laughs> dun, no. Dun, um, dun, dun. Well, I just feel like Oppenheimer is not going to be that successful. No? No. It is tracking for its overall weekends domestically. It is tracking between 40 and 50. It's just too nerdy of a movie. Yeah. I think if it opens that little, it will be interesting to watch what it gets in- internationally. I think it will do worse international than it will domestically. Yeah. But like theaters are family things now too. They're sort of like almost completely shifted. Are they though? Because we're still yeah. seeing animated movies Flop. flopping. Yeah, but that's because Disney's not even pushing a lot. I mean, like Super Mario went crazy. Well, that was always destined to do great. Yeah. I don't think they, it had anything against it. You you think that kids didn't see Mario and immediately were like Mario? Let's go watch it. That's fair. It was never gonna bomb, and it's Illumination. Illumination always gets kids into the theater regardless. Is there going to be a Mario Illumination crossover with... Minions? I hope not. I hope so. You're telling me you would want to watch that? Why, Why not, man? Because the Minions Iron are... Man crossover with Spider-Man. Like, I don't care. The Minions are one of the worst things ever invented in life. It's a horrible take. Do you think they're funny? I think it's so funny when, like, a boomer puts a Minion picture up Hilarious. They're so annoying, though. I didn't like. I didn't mind them in the first Despicable Me movie, in the second one, and then they became their own entity and one brain. The, yeah, but the Minions movie was super successful. Even of course, though, like, it older was. people though, they because all went, they all dressed up and went to the theater. <laughs> that was a meme. Yeah, that was dumb. I didn't go see the second. I, I, no, I, I, I held my my standards in check and did not go and watch, ask for two tickets to. Minions Rise of Crew. It feels like there's always a movie every year, though, that everyone memes on and will, like, yeah. go to watch it. But that was, like, a more, like, making fun of it. This, the Oppenheimer and Barbie is not making fun of those ones. Yeah. But they are the meme movies of the year. Yeah. For a, for good. For good? For good. <laughs> for a good thing. <laughs> what does that mean? For good. Well, no, but I mean, like, they're memeing it because... They're going to be good movies and people are excited for them, not because it's funny to dress up like a minion. Did you ever dress up like a minion? I feel like that's something you would do. Why would I ever dress up like a minion? Can we get you to dress up like a minion? No. Why? What would I wear? Overalls and- You think you could find overalls that fit me? (laughs) For those with no context, this guy is like 6'7". That's pretty tall. 6'6"? Oh, yeah, around there. (laughs) It's basically, hey man, you're pretty tall. 
Hey, you're pretty tall. Hey, man. you're pretty tall. So yeah, Mission Impossible, good opening weekend. It's on track to be the highest grossing film of its franchise, which we love to see that every time a film is doing that. Hopefully it continues. It's probably going to end up finishing in the top five for summer box offices with that total so far, especially domestically. It'll get a past 100 mil before Friday, I believe, if my estimations are correct. If not, the Barbie hype takes over. But I think everyone's going to probably try to see this one before everything yeah, else comes in. Most get that one in there. Number two movie of the weekend. Can you take a guess? Don't look. Insidious? Sound of Freedom. Let's go. <laughs> Gross $27 million again oh my this God, weekend. That is insane. With the theater going up once again. 3,265 screens. This was at 2,000 a week ago. Sound of Freedom is an unmitigated success at the box office. And whatever the hell Angel Studios is doing with this film, it's working in their favor. Total gross, $85 million off two weekends alone for a nothing film. It's going to finish in the summer box office charts. One of the first films ever of its kind to do something like that. The reviews seem to be averaging out, though. Are they going down? 72% right now from its 99 live <laughs> episode. I think people are just going to see it and check out what this film is and then realize, like, it's fine is what the common consensus is. With uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 10,000, over 10,000 reviews, 100% audience score. That is wild. Seems legit. Wild computer AI stuff going on there. But, hey, you can't fault the... Angel Studios made a pitch-perfect marketing for this film. What a move, man. It worked. It's pretty good for them. A faith-based studio out of nowhere to come in and to beat a lot of other people at the box office domestically. I I tip my hat off to them. Good job. Slay, boys. (laughs) Number three, Insidious the Red Door dropping from number one to number three this week. Surprise, surprise. 60% drop with about $13 million. Regardless, the film's grossed almost $60 million domestically, yeah. it's, uh, 64 internationally, so it's around 122 It's already made so much money back and more. Nice. I think no one's going to see this movie. It's going to drop out of the top five yeah, by yeah. next week. It's over. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny continues to slide a little bit more. $12 million this week, 56.2% drop for its total gross of $145 million domestically, with 157 internationally around $300 million. It is still nowhere close to making back its budget. That is passing the budget right now. So they've just passed the budget. And now they have to make up everything else for marketing and all that other stuff. So Indiana Jones the Dial Destiny, going to be a flop. Big flop there. Yeah, I saw that coming. One movie that is uh, inching its ways out of the flop in the top five, Elemental, holding again. This movie has been holding like crazy. Just a 13.3% drop for $87, $87 million. Uh-huh. $8 million this week. Now it's worldwide is at $311 million. This movie was barely scraping itself yeah. over $100 million when it first came out. So this one has, rightfully so, it's a, it's a great movie. Has held on by word of mouth. And people are going out to see this movie, and that it's great. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that it's not because I was worried it's still not going to make money back, but it's not necessarily a financial disaster anymore. Like this was yeah. this was labeled an like 
because Lightyear was a bomb last year for Pixar. Two bombs in a row, and especially off an, an original film, would have been spelled disaster for Pixar. So now I'm less worried that Pixar is going to be like, okay, IP only. Yeah. I'm, I'm less worried now. I think maybe next time, Pixar, market your films better because the marketing for this movie was terrible. Awful. And I'm happy that it's making yeah. money. Probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Well, you haven't seen a lot of movies this year. I'm forcing you to yeah. see movies. Don't you like it? This is a good thing about this podcast. I'm forcing you to go and see all of these a movies. a lot more. So that's the top five. Rounding out the top ten, Spider-Man Into the Spider- Across the Spider-Verse, still dropping well. Six million dollars in its seventh week. Still around 2,500 theaters, so it's holding on. Has crossed $650 million worldwide now. Okay. Heading its way towards $700 million. I think it'll get close. I don't think it'll pass $700 million. Fantastic results for Spider-Man. That's an incredible achievement, especially yeah. when its first film did way less than that. Incredible, incredible stuff. Transformers Rise of the Mid, <laughs> still in theaters. Crazy they put that out on digital as fast as they did. Uh, $3 million this week, so the movie's closing out its total run. It's at 420 right now worldwide, $420 million. And it'll probably end around 440 or around there, around 430. So it'll probably get up there. They did well. Most of its money off international once again. It's not a surprise. Transformers lives yeah. off their international money. Don't go watch it. <laughs> but a movie you should go watch. No hard feelings. I don't think it's going to be in theaters after this week. It's dropping theaters like crazy. Just a $3 million gross this weekend. Not too bad for a comedy because it's still dropping okay. It's yeah. dropping around $38 million. Total gross domestically, $46 million. International, 31 just around $77 million. Unfortunate. It's made a little bit of its money back, but that's yeah, not not great. Joyride, even worse. Just $2.5 million this week with its domestic total of around $10 million. Why don't people go to comedies, man? I don't know. International, because it's not open anywhere, $163,000. dollars Tough. Yeah, it's really tough. It's upsetting. Tough, 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 it's tough, a good tough. movie. It's a great movie. Go watch it before it comes out of theaters. Like yeah, it's I'll it's, go see it's it. fun. It's that it's shameful. It's upsetting. And uh still in the top ten, Little Mermaid. Let's go. In a thousand six hundred theaters, it's still grossing two million dollars. How'd that movie do review wise? Uh better than most Disney live action stuff, but not great still. It sounded really good. I heard the soundtrack. Well, ha- Haley Bailey is a great singer. Yeah, she's, she's got a voice, man. She does have a voice. Bringing that total to $547 million. Total. Yeah. It's probably going to stay around there. Yeah. Probably get about 550 and then end that for Disney. So that is the top 10, outside top 10, just your average. <laughs> I'll bring out the one. The Flash, in its fifth week, Movie went out 778 of theaters. theaters left. Jeez. <laughs> still, still dropping 69%. I read that it bombed worse than uh, Green Lantern now. Yep. It officially is going to end its run less than Green Lantern, which gives Ryan Reynolds a joke to do for Deadpool 3 whenever they start filming that again. <laughs> it's crazy that Elemental is worse than this movie. Let's go. Because Elemental opened worse. It was expected to finish way worse than The Flash. The Flash, an absolute disaster class. $106 million total domestically so far. 156 international, Jeez. 263. Wow. <laughs> I don't even have words for that. I might say goodbye to Ezra Miller's career after that. I think Ezra Miller's already done. Yeah. Are you really going to put them in a movie after no. everything that's happened Probably with them? not. No chance. Crazy, crazy bo- bombing there. Uh, theater Camp, though, 
one last thing I wanted to highlight. One of the best opening for Searchlight Pictures ever yeah, it was in weekend, Limited. Right? It did open up in just six theaters, pulling at $270,000 in Whoa. six theaters. It's a hell of an opening. Damn. I think it's going to be a great alternative to this weekend to Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer. I want to see it. I do want to see it, too. It looks really fun. It looks a lot of fun. I'm excited to go watch that one. But that I just wanted to pull attention to that because that's going to be one to watch. Search yeah. Their biggest opening so far beforehand was Jojo Rabbit. So this is the first movie to push that. Cool. It's a, it's a comedy. Again, what do we talk about? Go support comedies. Please. It's another movie to go and watch. Hell yeah. Speaking of watching, what'd you watch this weekend? I finished season one of The Bear. Hell yeah. Give me your thoughts. Uh, don't get the hype. I have to say, uh, not as incredible as I thought it was going to be. Really slow to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two and a half episodes, that's when I got it. Yep. Like, it's really, really good. Yep. It's like incredible. That tracks. That's yeah. exactly what I told you. Yep. Yeah. But it's like, I wouldn't, like the first few episodes, if that's, like if it came out weekly or something, I don't think I'd continue watching it. Mm. Just wasn't great. Well, that was their release market in Canada was weekly because Disney Oof. Star is a little weird with how they put out everything. Yeah. It's not a it's not a weekly show. At no. least not season one. Season two, I think, could have worked as a weekly show. It's not out yet. No. No. I don't know if they're going to be doing weekly or not when they put it out. It's supposed to come out this week on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, I would uh, hope it's not weekly at this point. I'm really excited for it. Like, I really loved how that show finished. Who's your favorite character? Just, probably Carmi. Who's your least favorite? Maddie Matheson is terrible on this show, I have to say. Who does he play? Feck. Who's... Should I know who that is? He's like the big guy who's all tattooed. Why am I blanking on who that is? Uh, what'd you think of the cousin? He's good. I like him. It's good act. Like it's really well acted from like everybody. Um, John Berthal was nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, for isn't that crazy? That's wild to me. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sucks in it. He's actually takes me out of every scene he he, he's a lot more charming in the second season i hope so because he's like god awful how did i blank on who that was he's just like why why is i get why he's there because he's a food guy and whatever but he was intimidated Christ, recording he was like he do be. i believe he's, that he's a bad actor <laughs> no offense to him he's good at what at the other stuff he does but horrible actor he gets he's better in season two i hope so because like legitimately terrible in this show. Yeah, John Bernthal got nominated. He was really good in the like two the scenes. One he did. scene that he's in? Yeah. Yeah. He he gets an expand a little bit of an expanded role in I'm hoping so. Season two in a flashback. He's really good in that. He's gonna get nominated for that episode. He's I love John Berthel. He's unsung T V guy. Like one of the best, most consistent actors on TV. Yeah. I would I would say. Yeah. Have you seen The Punisher? Yeah. He's really good as the Punisher. I like the Netflix Marvel stuff. I didn't like the the Iron Fist, Iron Fist, and the Luke, <laughs> the Defenders Luke Cage. one's really bad too. I'm not oh, a fan of Defenders. Even, I, I like the Daredevil, Punisher, and what's the girl's name? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Five. Season one of Jessica Jones was yeah, really good. Yeah, that's mainly David Tennant. Also, David Tennant was he was a cool villain, man. That season sticks out as one of my favorite things Marvel has done. And it's a shame that we're gonna get a probably a neutered version of them when they yeah, come. it's going to Disney, right? Yeah, Daredevil got its its season was filming before the strike. Same cast though, right? 
No. Oh. Charlie Cox and Stick, the guy who plays Stick in that show, and yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is back, and John Bernthal is also back as the Punisher, but uh, Karen and Foggy aren't in it, as oh. long as we know, so it's a little upsetting because they're the whole emotional backbone of t- yeah <laughs> of his character. Of- like the only people to care about. Yeah, so I'm not really sure how they're going to do Matt Murdock without- He does Matt Murdock well, like he- He's really good. Charlie at Cox him. is great. Yeah. I'm I'm happy Charlie Cox is, but I would not have wanted to see anyone else get play him. To be honest, I thought he was shafted with how they were like, yeah, no more Daredevil for you. But it's a little weird how you're gonna do Foggy, uh, do Murdoch and Nelson without yeah. Foggy. Not really sure how that works, but oh well. Uh, but yeah, bear good. Yeah, it was good. You should uh, be really you should be excited for season two. The um, like I was kind of getting out of it, and then. When like everything went wrong in the kitchen in that one scene, the was uncut just like, gems. Wow, like that did, was. Did you get the uncut incredible. gems vibes from yeah. that episode? Yeah, didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. it's very chaotic. It was wild. Like uh, it's probably one of the best things I've watched in a while. Jeremy Allen White's fantastic. So good. So so good. good. He's so believable. Yeah. At playing someone who doesn't feel like he's acting. Yeah, I love him in that show. He's got good. It, like his chemistry with everybody involved in that show is so like well done. Are you going to start saying cousin to people? Cousin, cousin, cousin. 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 <laughs> no. You should say that to Maddie. Cousin, cousin. Cousin. Yes, chef. Did she watch it with you? Yeah. Did she like it too? Yeah. Hell yeah. Is that what you watched this weekend? That is what we watched this weekend. All right. Dude, I've been so busy. <laughs> it's been a busy time, <laughs> yeah. honestly. What about you? What'd you get up to? I finally watched it. The show everyone's been telling me to watch. I sat down yesterday and after I was supposed to be doing schoolwork and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a break. Sat through all eight episodes of Jury Duty. <laughs> hey, what'd you think? So first of all, I think the show is funny. I, I like the idea of the show because I really like these Truman Show-esque vibes to the stuff. Are you going to get ethical with me? No. <laughs> like the rehearsal and everything like that. I think they're really yeah, yeah. good shows that are kind of like really fun when there's a lot of people in the show that don't know what they're being recorded and that type of stuff. At the same time, Good God, I would feel awful if three weeks I held no. <laughs> on to the secret for three weeks and not told the guy. And he his face when they told him and revealed everything, he just dropped and he looked yeah. so sad. It it is a a little overhyped in my opinion. Like I've seen a lot of people saying that like this is the funniest show that they've seen in years. And I Yeah. Never really laughed out loud. I think there was like one scene where I laughed out loud. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple like, but I was consistently moments. entertained the entire time. I think that's it's like a good bingeable thing to get out in a weekend or something. Yeah, it's also very reality show like. Yeah, which is fine, and I'm not I'm not a huge reality show guy, but I I enjoyed it. It's yeah. not my favorite thing that came out this year. I really love James Marsden. So He's re- so I love that he did this show much. This guy gets no credit. Yeah, he is consistently one of the most charming and funny guys in Hollywood. And it it shows so much in that show. Yeah, and he's willing to make fun of himself too. Yeah, he which, was making fun of his entire career the entire time. Kind of, it's like what we were talking about when I was talking about no hard feelings. That, like, uh, you don't really see celebrities do those those movies like that. And I think it's yeah. because people just don't want to make fun of themselves anymore. Yeah, I I think so too. And he's he's constantly willing to let people make fun of it him. It was really really he he was probably the best part of that show. You watched the show, right? What? You watched the entire show? Yeah. Yeah. Ronald Gladden, God bless that guy's soul. He's the one who didn't know. 
probably the most caring person I've seen. I know they couldn't have picked like a nicer dude. How did this happen the way that they had it? I don't know, out? man. I I loved all the like when it ends and they show all the, the behind the scenes, yeah. like sort of goofs and gags. Like, geez, what there, a well. It's a really well made show. It is. There's a lot of work clearly that went into this show. They're lucky that they had probably the nicest human being ever. Yeah, to, I, to, I don't think this whole show works unless it's that guy. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of more from this show? Because I think you can kind of only do it once. I think if it didn't get the popularity that it did, they could have probably done more. Because this was originally on Amazon Freebie. That was the whole point. Like, yeah, Freebie yeah. is the, the free part of Amazon Prime where they're giving out shows. And it grew through TikTok to a point where it's now on Prime for everyone to see and it got nominated for Emmys. I don't think you can do it anymore. Yeah. I, I also Unless they already don't. shot another season without anyone knowing. That's the only way I could see it actually working again is if it was already made. And like you have such a home run of an idea the first time you do it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work especially if the person you get is a dick. Yeah. I'm not sure how that's going to translate as well and people fell in love with this guy so much that you're going to get compared to him regardless of what happens. Unless they just don't do it in jury and they figure out something else to do, but then it's called jury duty. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There you go. It was okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a good. Uh, it's a good. It's a nice little story. It's a good little story. Yeah, it's completely watchable. Well made. I don't think anyone's gonna dislike it. No, I don't think it's gonna be someone's favorite show. It is apparently a, it is. But. Uh, no, there, lot, <laughs> lots of people. Margot Robbie. Did you see she's in love with the show? Oh, she was cool. talking about it with Ryan. Yeah, Gosling. I saw it with the puppies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just he 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 kind of echoed the same sentiments that I did. He was just like, "It's fine." He's like, "I don't really get it," but she's like, "Oh, I follow him on my Finsta." <laughs> Could you imagine Margot Robbie? Like, you didn't even know it was Margot yeah, Robbie, but she's following you. you on like a fake Instagram account. Wild. He's living life. Yeah, he's doing a bunch of stuff now. Right? Interviews and he's an actor too. I think. No, he's not. He's a real guy. He's not an actor. No, not in the show. I mean, like he a, as a person is no. Is like an oh, no, he's he uh, he works for like roofing. Oh, something like that. He you said he wanted to do more TV. Okay, <laughs> he better not get cast in other stuff. Why? He's not a good actor. Well, how do you know? I from he wasn't what, acting. I, I we yes he was. Did you remember the scenes where he was with Ben? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was literally <laughs> acting the entire time. That script. was one of my favorite scenes of the thing. It was really good. It was just constantly going over and over. What a like what a good guy sitting there for hours with James Marsden. You know what just doing. Like if you were like leave jury duty, yeah, I became friends with James Marsden. We like went over his scenes. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but it was all fake. I know, <laughs> but they are still friends. Do you think they're still friends? They post on Instagram. That's cool. Yeah, he like I, I I'm happy I'm happy for him. I'm sure the money helped too. Yeah, I, <laughs> honestly, if they didn't give him money, I think it might have been a little. A little Do mean. they always plan to give money? They should have. I don't know. Actually, maybe they just saw how good of a dude he was. Yeah. Do you think they tried like other people too? No. This I think this is literally a one hit, like one shot, one hit. Worked and it worked. Perfectly. And I don't think they should touch it again. Yeah, I don't think they should do it again. They will. Eventually. It it feels very Borat situation where Borat got so big so fast that they're like, Well, we want to do a sequel. We'll we'll give it twenty years. And then they waited 10 years, and they literally couldn't even put him in the Borat suit because they were getting people up to him all the time, yeah. being like, oh, my God, you're the Borat guy. And then they had to put him in a different suit. Entirely. My wife. You want to do some Borat voices? Is that what you're trying to do? My wife. <laughs> Did you see the second Borat movie? Yeah. Did you like it? 
No. No. I rewatched the first one. Also bad. Not a great movie. Whoa. <laughs> Rewatch it. It's not I a ha- good movie. I've seen it recently. It's not a good movie. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. There's some like awful, awful parts to those movies. Well, yeah. There's a couple laugh out louds, but I, I I'm not as huge on the second film as a lot of other people are. Maria Bakalova is really good in the sh- in that movie though. I'll give her credit for that one. So so bad movie. Sorry. It got nominated for best screenplay. Bad movie. <laughs> I don't agree with that take. You're offending everyone in our program. You My wife. That. That's like a literal ongoing bit in this program. Is that My we're all wife. Just going to say my wife over and over again? No, my wife. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I watched nice. this weekend. As for stuff coming out this week, we have touched about the movies coming out on Thursday. Uh, three movies, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Theater Camp. So it'll be a very, very busy week for the box office as well, Mission Impossible. So we're going to be looking next week, next Monday, at some big numbers at the box office. Let's hope so. I absolutely hope so. As for TV shows this week, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is finishing up its season on Wednesday. It'll be the season finale. So funny. So funny. I'm like consistently loving every episode that they put out. And I think a lot of fans are too. It's like, I think it's genuinely consensus. It's like one of the better seasons they yeah. put out in like five years. Oof. So if you haven't watched It's Always Sunny, go watch it. It's a lot of fun. They're making fun of each other. It's fantastic stuff. One big show coming out this week, aside from everything else, which is all reality TV shows, uh, is Justified City Primeval. This is the sequel series to a Justified show that came out a couple years ago, which was massive, what? massive show, Justified. You ever heard of Justified? Oh, what is it? It was with Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. It was on FX. It was a massive show. It had Caitlin Deaver in it. It had a bunch of really good characters, really good storylines. Yeah. I like Timothy Oliphant. It had a six-season run. It was critically acclaimed. Everyone loved it. This is the sequel series. It's coming out. Uh, I've heard good things so far. Six seasons? Yeah. I've heard great things so far. It's like a neo-Western. Oh, it's because it's got Walton Goggins. <laughs> Still not on the Walter Goggins hype train, are you? No. <laughs> it is a it, Timothy Oliphant is back as well. That's cool. I like him. They didn't get every character back, but it is a miniseries, so it's continuing the story of Justified. So if you were a fan of that show, be on the lookout for a sequel series that's going to get just as much love as the other ones. Heck yeah. So... There's not going to be a lot of TV coming out anytime soon, so that is your probably big one for a while now until next week we get Minx, but that's for next week. I think that wraps up this week. How are you feeling on that one? Yeah. A little bit of a shorter episode today. Not too, yeah, we're too just, much. Just talking numbers. Just, just previewing, previewing some movies. Doing some numbers. Yeah. Giving some bad takes. Well, like what? Borat's a bad movie? That it's Dua, not a good movie, guys. Dua Lipa's the best actress in Hollywood? Oh, well... <laughs> hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. She could, I'm, she I'm could on, knock this out of the park. I'm honestly so excited to see what she's like. Is like just playing every mermaid in the world. Do you think they kind of like gave in to all the criticism? You know, like they made it a white mermaid. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, all those people got so mad at the Little Mermaid. Oh God, <laughs> man. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Anyhow. <laughs> That's going to conclude our enchanting episode. That's how we're going to end the episode, eh? Cinemates. Oh, boy. We hope you enjoyed our discussions uh, on the new Barbie movie right, and the Oppenheimer movie coming out. Uh, we will get our thoughts to you, so that'll be a very long episode. Uh, this is just our preview, so, you know, 
take it, take you know, it as we've, you want. We went feature length for the last three episodes. Exactly. So it's nice to do a little bit of a show. I say episode. Barbie. He says Oppenheimer. I'm Mike. Michael. Mike. I'm just Mike today. <laughs> follow my Twitter, Michael Z. Collins. That's. I'm Jake. You can follow me on Twitter at yes. Jake underscore SCHULZ6 on Twitter as well. Follow our Twitter. It's at the Cinemates Pot. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with your fellow movie enthusiasts. Your support really means the world to us. We've had a lot of comments and actually a lot of more people I thought were listening to this sending me uh, stuff. So thanks, guys. Uh, Until next time, keep dreaming, keep exploring, and let the magic of cinema continue to inspire you. This was Cinemates. Bye-bye.